Hello, welcome to BS Market Talk. This is Kirsten. I am going to bring you a bonus episode, Story Time with BS Market Talk. And today we have my friend, my mentor, and the number one realtor that had to put up with the story, Blair Soto. Introduce yourself, Blair. Hi, I am Blair Soto. I've been licensed since uh, 2014. The original BS of yes. real estate. Blair, is the, Blair Soto is the original BS of real estate. I will, um, I'm going to put a disclaimer out for anyone listening. Take the kids out of the room. It is currently um, an undisclosed hour on the back porch of her house. And we are a few white claws in. Um, so there might be some uh, language in the story. But we're going to bring you the story of... Me purchasing my first house with Two Get Moving Realty, and also selling. Yes, <laughs> yes. I was buying. I was selling our current our current home, purchasing. Well, it ended up being only one home. There was yeah. a, there was a few roadblocks in there. Sure, but Blair was my realtor. She's now my mentor. It um, it was by far the most unique experience I've ever been through in my career, <laughs> because it's rare that I meet. A client that I think, well, if she can deal with this, <laughs> she'd make an awesome realtor. <laughs> so, um, well, I'll start from the beginning. Yeah, I'll start, yeah. you start before we brought you in. Okay, yeah. Tell me from the very start. Okay. So, um, we were having a baby and we lived in Joliet. Great house. Didn't love the school district that we were in, um, but it was fine because. My husband had bought the house before we had gotten together. It was a perfect house to have a baby in. And we were like, hey, we're going to have a five-year plan. I think everyone has a five-year plan, right? Totally. Yeah. So we were going to have a five-year plan. I am pregnant, and I come home from work one day, and our neighbor's house is getting SWAT team rated for drugs. (laughs) Not ideal. (laughs) No. So I'm like, hey, maybe we should move out of the neighborhood. Sure. I mean, it can happen anywhere, but seeing it, yeah, traumatic. Yes. yes. <laughs> Imagine how he felt. <laughs> oh, I've, I'll get to there. Um, he was the nicest person about it. Like three months later, he walks up. We're, we're out in our garage, and he walks up into my driveway with his like little home. What is that? Like the home arrest booty? Oh, on. yeah. He was in house arrest. Yes. And he was like, dude, I'm really sorry about what happened a couple months ago. Um, I no hard feelings. Honorable. <laughs> yes. He's an honorable busted drug dealer. I like it. Yes. Okay. Great guy. But we just didn't want to have to deal with that with kids. Fair. Totally so, fair. No so we're can... like, hey, we're going to list our house. And uh, so I call Blair. I, I had actually met her um, on a camping weekend. We'll just call it a camping weekend. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's the PG version. Yes. So I oh. I call Blair up and I'm like, hey, can you uh come come let us know about how this process works? So she comes, she looks at the house, and she's like, well, what do you want to list it at? And we're like, yeah, this price. And she's like, you're right on. Did the comps? We're good. You're right on. And we're like, well, we want to be on the high side because we're not really ready to move. Um, Nick at the time was going into uh, a shutdown at work. So we knew he was going to be working overnight, seven days a week, 12 hours a day minimum for the next like three months. So we were like, let's list it high. It'll sit on the market for a while, blah, blah, blah. Um, 12 days later. Yeah. 
which is honestly another clue to when I was like, she's going to make an awesome realtor. <laughs> that was honestly my first clue because what I always do with my clients is I run the reports. I know where they should be. I know, I mean, and this was even years ago, I've changed things since, but the point is, is that I always at least let them tell me where they think they're going to fall because I'm either going to have really good news for them or I'm going to have really bad news for them. And you guys were literally spot on. And I was like, oh, all right, well, she's a natural and realistic, which is refreshing as I'm sure some realtors listening to this can relate to. Sometimes we just get somebody that's so out of left field that you're you're almost like is this even worth the conversation of breaking their heart so your your value is spot on we knew it was days later you now have a newborn and you are panicking because you're going to be homeless (laughs) um can i back up the story a little bit when you came to do pictures at our house first of all this is before we had used like professional (laughs) photographers now we always use professional photographers yes i took them myself yes She did a great job, by the way. But the funniest part is I have like a two-week-old baby at home. Nick's at work. She comes to do pictures. And she literally, in high heels, moved all of my like breast pump bottles and parts out of the way so she could take a picture. Then put it all back exactly how I had it. Moved all the baby crap out of the way on the other side. Took pictures. Like, she was... Just and she did it so quick, and I was just like, I haven't moved that quick in months. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't my first time, but um, I was also a mom by then, so I get it. You know, there's a functional way to do everything, and we don't have time to waste. <laughs> so the baby's only gonna be asleep for a while. But I did love cuddling him, like in the downtime. So I was like, take a picture real quick, and then we got everything done. And then I was like, all right, let me hold that baby. <laughs> So just know that that hasn't changed. While many things have changed for my process in real estate, if there is a baby in the house, I'm like, please let me hold it. (laughs) Like, just let me hold the baby. So that has not changed. But, um, yeah, staging has always been number one. Even if I'm taking these, you said great job, but that was generous. (laughs) It was was okay photos at best. And I took them myself. It got the job done. It sold in like 12 days. Yeah, it did, which was, I I didn't have any doubt, but I did worry. I did worry that you guys were not quite ready for that fast of emotion. Not at all. And you got what you wanted out of it, which was great. So then it was like go time. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) Literally, uh, we we put our house for sale a couple weeks before Nick, my husband, started his turnaround. Um, We did not anticipate it selling that fast, so we hadn't looked at houses. So Blair's cardinal rule of real estate is never look at more than, like, two houses at a time. It was three to four. Yeah, because it'll, like, blend together. And I'm like, hey, listen. Especially bigger homes. Yeah. It's hard. He's got 12 days or like 12 hours off work. We need to see every house in one whole neighborhood. Yep. I was like, we need to do marathon. Yeah. (laughs) It's not going to work for my three to four rule if you have time. We got to do it now. Yeah. (laughs) We need to see a lot. Yeah. Because we had a 30 day close on our offer. It was, you were going to be homeless. Yeah. That's just what it was. (laughs) So um, the whole thing that started this process is about two or three weeks before, um, before we decided to put our house on the market, my husband had brought this picture of this house to me. And and it was in an area that he had never been before. And and I had we have friends that live in that neighborhood and I had brought him there. And as soon as I brought him there, he's like, 
we need to end up here. This is our perfect neighborhood. And he found this house. It was in our price range. And I'm looking at these pictures. I'm like, this is the most god-awful house ever. You hated it. Oh, it was awful. You hated it. It was so bad. You so, told me on the side, the I next told- house we're going to. Don't bother. Well, I hate it. We had I had pulled every house in the neighborhood in our in our budget, yeah, yeah. and I we went to a different house first, and I did not like that house no. that we went to. No, neither of you did. No, you both didn't. Like so it. we went to go to the next one because that's how the schedule worked out. And mm-hmm. I flat out said to you, like, we are just doing this to please Nick. There's no I way. I hate this house. Is what you said. <laughs> yes. Don't get excited. This is going to be a waste of time. I hate this house. I said, okay, no big deal. We'll check it out. We'll appease Nick and then we'll move on. Yeah. So we were in two separate cars. We pull in. I'm pretty sure you pulled in before us. Yeah. We pull in because mind you, this neighborhood has no cell reception whatsoever. So I didn't want to get lost. It's a very confusing neighborhood if you're not very familiar with it. So I didn't want to get lost. So we're following her to the next house. And I mean, these neighborhoods have like five acre lots. So it's not like these, these houses are right next to each other. Right. And we pull into this yard and I didn't even have to get out of the car. Nick just was like, I hate this. And what was my reaction? (laughs) You go, Nick, this is my house. (laughs) And I was like, what happened on the drive over that, that took approximately four minutes (laughs) I don't understand and then it only got worse from there when we walked in the front door you are gasping and ooing and eyeing at all these features and Nick is going oh my gosh all the things we have to do and I don't like the layout and it's just a curse and I don't know it's I I think I made a mistake bringing you here (laughs) he did he hated every single inch of that house there wasn't a thing he liked except the view yeah he did like the view he said the view is amazing if we could just bulldoze the house (laughs) he has and to this day he still wants to bulldoze oh my god so he um we went and saw a couple more houses um Mm -hmm. We we left and we saw some houses on the other side of town, and we made it one we made it one more house after that. We did. I think we had seven scheduled. This is our third house we're going to see. Yeah, we walked in. We loved this other house, yeah. and then it kind of hit me, and I'm like, do we love the house or do we love the decor? And we realized we love the decor of the house. Right. I said, strip it all away. Mm-hmm. Do you still like it? Can you see yourself functioning here, getting out of bed in the morning, going to the kitchen, then moving to the living room to have your coffee? Does that make sense to you? Because the layout was wonky. It was weird, but it was decorated so well that it just, it was your style. It was your vibes. I was It had a canoe hanging from the ceiling. I know. I don't think anything speaks to me more. (laughs) I know. And so I was like, I see her falling in love with said canoe. (laughs) It had a fireplace in the kitchen, but not the living room. And I, right. And I don't know that this is going to solve her problems. (laughs) No. In fact, I think they'll call me in a year or two and that's actually not a good thing. (laughs) So. At the, at the worst part, I think we, we, we stopped talking for a minute. The windows were cracked maybe an inch and we realized we could hear the highway yeah. and that was a big game changer for me I was for like sure. no so we literally I was like nope that's it we want the last house the house my husband hated yeah. so we actually ended up at a local restaurant we wrote the offer at the restaurant yeah um we didn't we canceled all our other showings Back for the before day or DocuSign <laughs> uh, was we- it well, I mean, we hand wrote, I mean, we did a lot of handwritten things at the time. I mean, just, it was like worlds apart. Yeah, but you did it on the computer. So I think maybe you filled it out and printed it and then we signed it. That's fair. Because you did do it on a computer. 
Oh my gosh, what a weird time. It was. <laughs> weird. It was weird. I printed it out. <laughs> Cute. Did I fax it? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so weird. <laughs> it's like we do things so different year to year in real estate. It's just so bizarre. But the fact that we sat down at a restaurant and signed an offer is just so weird. <laughs> yeah. So, and what's sad is it wasn't that many years ago. <laughs> no, it really it really wasn't. It's just things I I feel like, and I'm just going to like, you know, shamelessly plug to get moving for a hot second. We just like pride ourselves on being so up on tech that like the fact that just a few years ago, I sat down with you and like wet signed a contract when usually we sign everything and like e-sign it and obviously thoroughly go over it with you. <laughs> the fact that I printed a contract to just like rescan it and email it, first of all, is very wasteful huge waste of time and resources <laughs> and trees. It's just so funny to me. Can I be real with you? I think it was also because we were both moms with young kids and we were like, hey, we have a babysitter for another three hours. Let's, Let's go. go to this restaurant <laughs> instead and have cocktails. Maybe I'll tell maybe I'll tell my mom next week, like, hey, I got to go print a contract and go meet her. When, when everything opens up again, I'm going to be like, I'm sorry, my sign is down. I have to go meet them. Exactly. And we're just going to have margaritas. I like that plan. You busy next Tuesday? <laughs> Taco Tuesday. Yeah. Our first real Taco Tuesday. I'm like, gosh, I cannot wait. We'll find a patio somewhere. It'll work. It'll We're on one now. Yeah, we can do my patio. <laughs> Although I'd like to be served. We can get. Is, is it Ross to stay Ross off? Ross and Nicko. <laughs> Ross and Nicko. Their sign service is horrible, but I heard their dinner service is great. <laughs> so, okay. Um. Back to jokes you guys will all understand. We were empty. <laughs> so we um we get the contract in, it gets accepted. We go to time. do the inspection. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say we picked the toughest inspector in the county. Yeah. By far. M- most thorough, but we knew this house was a train wreck. It was a dumpster. It wasn't even a train wreck. It was a dumpster fire. <laughs> Literally a dumpster fire. Most beautiful dumpster fire I've ever seen. However, it did need some work. <laughs> it wasn't a total fixer-upper, but it just needed like... Chip a... and Joanna wouldn't touch it. Well, maybe. <laughs> maybe. It needed the Pesteris family to come touch it. <laughs> That's because we're stupid enough to think we could like... Or genius enough. I mean... T- change your perspective give yourself some credit it's amazing what you guys have done to it but yes the inspector himself he's a tough cookie yeah very so um he comes in and his inspections to put in perspective most inspections are what one two hours on a property that big tops mm-hmm. tops two yeah. hours yeah. one would i would be like did you look at everything but it two, was a vacant home it was totally vacant. vacant and it's not just that the home is large the layout's a little different than standard builds that would be easy to breeze through it at one hour i would be like oh that was a little quick but you know if he knows if he knows his business we're good at two hours i'd be like "Ooh, he was really thorough however <laughs> five hours later yeah and four chipmunks <laughs> so we're, so we're in a completely vacant home we're not sitting on a couch we're literally standing around waiting for this inspector to get done uh-huh. me nick and blair um who I was not a realtor at the time. I was I was a every average everyday buyer. 
And uh, I had no clue this was a long inspection. Blair was probably like, hey, I need to get the heck out of here. Wowza. <laughs> We're standing in the living room. Up the basement stairs hops a chipmunk. <laughs> <laughs> he was so cute. Yeah. I felt so bad for him. So he had obviously been in the house for a day or two. Yeah. We had to chase him out. We, we chased him out the front door. We found his buddies who did not did not have such a good fate. No. No, no, no. no. They, we had found them already with the Lord. <laughs> They, they were deceased yeah. in the home. Yeah. In the home. So um, we get through the inspection. I think Blair's first call was the listing agent. Yep. Very first call. During, actually, during the home inspection with said chipmunk in the home. Yeah. And I think I, I, you just told him, like, you need to get these out, right? Uh, yeah. I just said, hey, um, there are a couple deceased ones in the middle of the basement floor. And then um, one strong little fella had made it, <laughs> and we, we chased him to safety. <laughs> but, like, they need to be removed from the home immediately by either, you know, the seller or appropriate. They were very recently deceased. Very recently. Like, it, it was new. And so we needed to make sure that they weren't going to be there. <laughs> Maybe we should preempt this with this house had been vacant for over a year before yes. we viewed it. Yes. And this was new. We could tell it was new. Um, we could tell. It was not there when we actually showed the house no. the first time. Right. So we knew within the last, you know, five business days that the little chipmunks had met their maker. So, and one had survived. So I called the listing agent to say, hey. Um, this is a very weird issue, but it is an issue nonetheless, and it needs to be taken care of. That said, it was not taken care of. So a couple <laughs> days later, I get the inspection report back as the buyer, as, as it should be. Inspection report says that it needs a new roof. There's, there's five total flat roofs and regular roofs. Um, and so I do my research. We get permission to have our contractor out. He and, and and we had a couple contractors. You would not believe how hard it is to find a a company that will repair flat roofs in our county. It's not a common thing, and when it is does happen, it's commercial buildings. It's very hard to find a regular company to do flat roofs. We decide we don't want the flat roofs. We want everything peaked because we get snow and it's going to last longer. It's going to, to have a longer lo- longevity. All these things. We get a quote for $40,000 to repair the roofs the way they should be repaired. Woof. <laughs> yeah. So we call Blair and we say, hey, that's fine. Inspection report comes back, says we need a new roof. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff on the inspection report that we find. Um, but we're, we're really concerned about the roof. I think we, we need to ask for a $40,000 credit. <laughs> Help. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shoot. <laughs> Mind you, I have no clue how real estate really works. You don't. You had no idea. And in and, and retail, in any way, shape, or form, if something is damaged, you're like, I'm not paying for that. You will fix it. However, real estate is a little different because the roof, technically at the time, was still doing its job. <laughs> I mean, despite it not being exactly pretty or... It was going to fail. It was, but it, it wasn't say, failing. reliable at the moment of inspection, it was not failing. So I was like, we cannot go to these sellers and say, hey, by the way, we'd like $40,000. Just 
just for the roof. <laughs> um, it just wasn't going to happen, and I and I knew that. Um, but let me let me also add in real estate for anyone who's not an agent listening to this, you are obligated to make any request your agent makes. Yeah. So, yeah. So I made to- <laughs> total an ass out of Blair because no, 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 no. no. There are there are ways to word things that we don't look like big jerks. <laughs> However, I would be lying if I said I wasn't a little bit sweaty when I made that call. Um, I called and I had said, "Hey, Mister Sellers Agent, um, we got the inspection report back. Uh, it wasn't awesome, <laughs> but my buyers are willing to take on most of the work. However," Um, they would like a $40,000 roof reduction. And he said, from the purchase price? And I said, uh-huh. <laughs> because mind you, if anyone doesn't know, you can't take a closing credit for $40,000. Doesn't happen. It would not work. That's a whole new contract. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, uh, I, with my tail between my legs, did it. <laughs> and, um... And then I was like, man, I really hope she becomes a realtor so she gets what I did. <laughs> Spoiler alert. We'll get to that. Yeah. So because I really was pushing for you. I literally the whole time I was just like, oh, my gosh, she's she would be such a good realtor because you handled everything so well. Oh, I handled such, nothing well. You you lie like a rug. <laughs> you, you handled it with such level headedness and such an analytical approach. <laughs> And you also handle it from the opposition. Oh my gosh, these June bugs. Is one in a can? <laughs> no, I think it's in the table. <laughs> oh, Lord help him. Anyway, so you handle everything with such um, an opposition approach. You think, what's the opposition going to think? And I'm going to think that way, which is an, a killer asset to have. So, oh yeah, to me, I was like, we asked, we gave him a full full asking price. You did? I mean, granted, it had been on the market for like a year and uh-huh. had dropped like a hundred thousand dollars, but Doesn't I wasn't matter. taking that in consideration. Doesn't matter. I was like, give Doesn't me matter. my forty thousand dollar credit. Some lots go for this price, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> that is so true. The lot down the street from us went for the same price as my house last week. I know. And when he told me that, he said, Blair, we can't give forty thousand dollars for the roof. And I said, Okay. You, as you know, we have to ask. <laughs> and he goes, do your buyers know that some lots undeveloped go for this price in this neighborhood? And I said, mm-hmm, yeah, <laughs> they do. <laughs> However, we would still like a $40,000 price reduction <laughs> for yeah. the roof. And he, I stuck to my guns, and the deal ended up inevitably falling apart. Yeah. Yeah, we weren't going to go for less than a $40,000 credit. Nope. So this other house came on the market in the same neighborhood. Um, on the other side of the neighborhood, it's a little less land. It's still on water. Still on water. Um, little Fully updated. I mean, you didn't have to do nothing Oh, my God. It. Brand new house. It still had the wrapping on the yeah. stove. Yeah. It was a brand new space. Nothing house. to do. Nothing to do at all. Yeah. Um, they had actually built it as a vacation home and never used it. Mm-hmm. So it it was perfect. And we, we, we went... And uh, you didn't have a sitter that day. Neither one of us had a sitter. We both had our babies there that day. Babies but, were there. But my baby was three months old. Your baby was three years old. He was a maniac. Yeah. And uh, we realized there's no backyard on this house. Uh-huh. And your baby uh-huh. <laughs> decided to run into the street. Uh-huh. And at that moment, we said, no, no, no. Yep. You're welcome. <laughs> you are, Thank you. He also ran up the stairs 
and um, the railings mm-hmm. to the loft were not tight enough mm-hmm. where my even gigantic-headed child could fit through. Okay. So, <laughs> so there um, was that. Sidebar on that house. Good friends of ours now live in that house. No way. Remodeled the whole thing. Oh, good. They moved in, remodeled the whole thing because it was it wasn't. They reused the it same appliances, yeah. But they remodeled the whole kitchen to fit their needs. They redid the railing, like taste stuff. Yeah, yeah. The railing was a problem. Um, the basement <laughs> totally the same. Beautiful basement. We loved the basement. We both yeah. did. I had was a like, beautiful walk out basement, this so I can come hang out in your basement. Yeah, <laughs> it was beautiful. Um, so we've gotten to hang out in the house since then, and it's so really crazy. weird to have a house because we did have an accepted offer on that mm-hmm. house. You did. But I'm so glad we didn't buy it. Their kids are older. It made sense for them. For our young kids that needed a place, play place and all of that, it just didn't make sense. We had big right. dogs. They don't have dogs. Like, it's it's the perfect house for them. Totally. We were trying to fit a square peg in a round hole. Yeah. It was pretty, but it wasn't perfect. So, fast forward a bit. We revisit the $40,000 issue. Yeah. Um, so we broke the cardinal rule. I'm going to tell you. I don't even know if you know this. Oh, oh we, which, what? Which at this Exclusive? moment, at this moment in in our lives, you might slap me for this. Oh well, tell me and I'll let you know. <laughs> so, um, I brought every single person I knew to that property without your permission. Did you go in? No. Oh, okay. Well, uh, we like drove. We did like hard drive bys. I can't control what you do in your free time. Yeah. Let me just tell you. Hard no on ever, ever going on someone's property you don't own the house. Oh, my God. Hard no. Yeah. Big no-no. I'm glad you did not ever tell me. I had legitimately no idea. I thought you were just, like, oogling over the online photos the whole time, and you're like, okay, look. Nope. Took my mother-in-law out there. Took my best friend out there. Oh, yeah. Took my uncle out there. Oh, good. Yeah, didn't know about that. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. You took my other uncle out there one time because yeah. he was uh he the was convinced pool. I shouldn't buy it. Well, and he checked out the pool. He wanted to check out the pool extensively because the pool needed so the listing the pool's so bad the listing didn't even say it had a pool. Oh right. It looked like a swamp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like and we swamp. found a permit in the house to destroy the pool at one point. Oh and really? they never did. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So um also to redo the roof that they never did. <laughs> wow, that proves even more interesting. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So okay. anyway, so so we kill the deal with that we have an accepted offer on the on other the vacation house. home. On the vacation home. Okay. Yeah. That wasn't gonna work for us. As a full time home. Not today. So and I keep coming back. And at the meantime, we did look at a house yeah. in town. We did. And my husband fell in love with that house. Oh. And it was a block away from you. I know. <laughs> I showed it to him. Yeah. And I was like, oh, hey, by the way, my neighborhood is awesome. <laughs> yeah. It was a block away from you. You can build a pole barn. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I think that had him sold. I didn't like the layout. You didn't. I, I could tell. And I even knew it was a gamble because it wasn't exactly what you guys had said you wanted. And I under and I only took the gamble because <laughs> what we had you under contract initially wasn't what you said you wanted. So I knew it was like, ah, well, sometimes the outlier becomes the want. So had to take a chance, had to show you. Um, I know I love this neighborhood, but for what your guys' wants and needs were and what you'd already had in your hands, almost yours, 
it just wasn't going to be it. I think it would have been perfect. I just didn't like the layout of the house. It wasn't the right house. I think the neighborhood was fine. I could have yeah. lived in a neighborhood. I totally. Disclaimer, never have lived in a neighborhood in my life. No, I know. So it was really <laughs> hard to even go to that. I feel like I should touch on the fact that I have known Kirsten's family and about them since I was oh, 15. I've known your your family since I was 15 but officially met you at like 21 yeah so I know that I know the way you grew up and I knew that that would be for sure a stretch yeah and while you're in a neighborhood now it's still so secluded oh it's five acre lots I don't think exactly. you can consider it a neighborhood you can't, totally you can't. wooded I don't see my neighbors yeah you can't you can't I mean I see four of mine right now yeah <laughs> so it's a bit of a difference but I knew I had to take the gamble because you had taken a gamble on Nick's pick and you <laughs> completely fell smitten. And then the house on the water that we had gone under contract on on the vacation home was also a bit of a gamble. It wasn't exactly what you wanted. So do you remember the awful home we went to on the same street before that? In the cul-de-sac. Sure do. Oh my gosh. I've never been. Like, we literally. Were you terrified he wanted it? Oh, so badly. It wasn't on water, no. but it was high ground. Right. The land was beautiful. Um, I and, can't believe I remember this. This is all coming back. Oh, my God. It was, like, the darkest. Like, I felt like Gilgan's Island. It was a little bit, um, it was like a secret cave. Yeah. And, the, and do you remember the kitchen? They tried to update they the did. island and the countertop, but not the rest of the kitchen or the house. Like, the living right. room still had shag carpeting, and they had, like, yep. an updated, count, like, island and in the middle of the kitchen. It was, like, a circular layout where when you walked in the back door, you walked into the kitchen, and then the living room, and then through the living room, through the bedrooms, and then from one of the bedrooms, walked back into the kitchen. Yeah. And then when you walked into the kitchen, it was straight down into the basement and the steepest stairs you've ever seen. Very, very extreme pitch. Oh, it, it was, was awful. Not ideal. Yeah. So if we're saying we're seeing every house on the spectrum, we literally saw every house for yeah. sale in the neighborhood. Yeah, no joke. Anything under a million yeah. was we're, on our list. We're checking it out. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. I was like, I can no- I can negotiate the hell out of whatever you want. Yeah. But we no, no matter what, we still came back to that house you guys live in now. Yeah. So um, we, we kill the other contract. We come back and we're like, hey, maybe $40,000 was a little much. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I think we got like maybe 10. Yeah. And when it was all no, said No, we still and, got a credit. We, we got still, some sort of credit. We did get a credit. We I, Maybe 10. Oh, Lord, I can't remember. But I want to say 10 feels right. It was a substantial credit. And I said, you should feel very proud. You still got that. That mm-hmm. is a great credit. Especially after we killed the offer and came back. I mean, and when I say killed the offer, we got our earnest money back. Everything. Done. The whole deal had been washed away. Gone. Yeah. Like it never happened. And then I call the agent and I'm like, hey, like, what can we work out here? And to put it back together, we, we gave them our terms. And they said, you know, I think they just reached a point where they were just done and they didn't have anybody else on the hook, luckily for us. Mm-hmm. I think nowadays that would be a different story because, you know, there's no inventory. Yeah. <laughs> but the point is um, – you guys literally got like a free house. <laughs> well, okay, so let's back a, up a little bit. On a so on the buyer side, there's a lot Blair doesn't know about what happened behind. You know, there's a lot agents don't know what happens between the the buyers themselves and and the emotions that go into it. Yeah. And so, me and my husband, my husband had bought a house before. I'd never purchased a home. He had his home before I, you know, we met. 
And uh, I was clueless to repair costs or how it worked or anything like that. And I said, um, we need to kill the deal. And our attorney called us and was like, um, trying to, trying to smooth things over. Like, Hey, you really want this house. You should probably reconsider like all this stuff. And, and he made a comment along the lines of, I've worked with this other attorney before. And my husband inter- interpreted that as I'm friends with this other attorney. Yeah. It may not have been the best phrase. <laughs> yeah. Which is not what he said at all. Right. He said he worked with him, but we didn't understand how it works. So he interpreted it as that I'm friends. So my husband's thinking the attorneys in cahoots with their attorney oh and they're all trying to screw us and we deserve this credit and blah, blah, blah. So, so we're in a pause and we are literally going to pick up our earnest money check from the other, from the seller's realtor's office and Nick gets a phone call on his phone, and I was Which, like, "Which, by the way, they should have mailed it." I'm a little peeved still. Well, we had the other hook, we had the other deal on the line, and that was with a different brokerage, so we wanted the earnest money back as soon as possible. We didn't want them to mail it, and oh, you because we were to. already under contract, we were already moved out and living with my parents. That's true. So we didn't want it mailed to the mailed house. To the house. On, okay. So was it at, at Alder? I can't remember. It was in Joliet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I got you. But you didn't want it mailed there. I didn't want it mailed there because we weren't going there every day. We were only a couple weeks away from closing. How did we still manage to have a simultaneous close? Oh, we'll get there. Oh, my gosh. I don't remember. you got to jog my memory. Yeah. Kirsten. So. (laughs) I'm like so foggy. So. um, It's not the white claw. It's just been a long time. (laughs) It might be the white claw a little bit. Okay, but maybe it's a little bit the white claw. (laughs) It's been a long time. (laughs) So. My husband gets a phone call and we're driving and all I say is, hey, you have a phone call. He gets on the phone and thinks he's talking to the attorney. And my husband, who never yells at anyone. I've never heard Nick yell in his life. No. And knowing him with three children, like, till Me as a wife and never yells. Sure. You as a wife. This whole process of back, forth, cancel, reactivate, cancel, reactivate, cancel, go back to the other house. Not at all. Mm -mm. And then this happens. (laughs) So he is so mad about everything going on. And we are like sitting in the parking lot to pick up our earnest money check from the deal that's gone through when he knows that's the house I want. But he can't we can't make it happen because it's just not a good deal in our minds. He gets on the phone and he was like, I told you to cancel our effing contract. Blah, blah, blah. Starts screaming at the guy on the phone. And I'm like miming like stop 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 he's like what's your problem and i'm like you're talking to our lender not our attorney <laughs> the, the poor guy can't do anything oh i he's just talking to you to cancel the loan that's all he's calling you for he needs a verbal verification to cancel your loan and he thought it was the attorney and the poor lender just caught the wrath of angry Nick. Yeah. Um, to, to to clue everyone in, both this attorney and this lender are people I work with on the regular now. Still, to this day. Yes. Yeah. I've talked to both of them yeah. in the last month. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they're like, hey, remember that one time? Yeah. Your husband yeah. yelled at me. And then the other one's like, hey, remember when he's supposed to be yelling at me? <laughs> yeah, because they also work together frequently, too. All the time. Like, outside of us. I mean, they do partnerships all the time. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. So, And they have never witnessed him to yell ever since then. N- nor have I. 
have you not really yeah no no, no. he doesn't ever yell <laughs> the whole thing was very weird <laughs> but the point is eventually emotions come out when you're buying a house real i always say to people real estate brings out the crazy in everyone in everyone in the most level-headed person real estate will i 100 promise bring out the crazy because it's it's exciting and it's nerve-wracking and when Kirsten didn't lose her mind, I knew that's, I was like, I need to recruit her because she's really good. And I promise I've sold plenty of homes. It is, I can count on a couple of fingers how many times I have said, you would make an awesome realtor. And I promise you again, every time I have said those words, those people become realtors <laughs> into our office, which is great. So it's good odds. So if I ever say those words to you or if, you know, after this you hear Kirsten say those words to you because she understands what it takes now, don't take that lightly. It's not like a it's not like a compliment to get you to like do something that we want you to do at all. It's genuine because we want to work with people who we feel will do this industry a service because there are a lot of duds and there are far too many good ones but this industry sometimes gets a a, a rap from the duds and we don't want that to be the norm so when we find a good person that we just think that their skill set and their um their temperament I mean it's literally a temperament thing Mm -hmm. you that can't be taught that's a natural innate thing um you have to be able to calm down the other side and calm down your side and still be working in their best interest exactly a hundred percent so when when that happens when you're calming down Nick and but still understanding what's happening and still communicating with me I'm like yeah she's good she'll be fine I'm pretty sure he texted you right away and I was like you'll never believe what just happened uh yeah and I'm pretty sure that the lender was already on the phone with you he was I said I'm on the phone with him and we'll talk in a minute but I I am aware because in the in the sense when Nick finally realized that I was miming to him stop 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 and wrong guy realized who he was talking to um he did apologize yeah no no no. he said the poor guy I feel so bad for him (laughs) it's what and I quote he said and you can hear him saying it knowing who he is now yeah oh the poor guy I feel so bad for him (laughs) he thought I was someone else (laughs) he goes I was just trying to make sure you know and I said okay well that's the good thing about um about us and our team is that we build up these amazing preferred professionals that we work with that you know I'll take a punch here and there and they still are like yeah I'll work with you that's totally fine so um Blair had mentioned earlier about how did you simultaneously close when we had all of these yeah. back and forth I don't remember oh that I know was another... we reactivated the deal that's because that's when I yelled activated your loan that's when I yelled I don't remember um no Rob got yelled at and didn't know why he was getting yelled at so we never killed the loan that's, That's what I thought. We never killed the loan. We the never loan... killed the loan. Okay. <laughs> Through so, all this. We had a whole other contract. Never killed the loan. Yeah. Earnest money's back. Loan's still happening. Good. Great. we never <laughs> deposited the earnest money on the other side. That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was such a shit show. So, at the, at the mind, mind you, our house is still under contract on a 30-day contract. And we keep getting these notifications that it's getting delayed. Yes. And I, right. I start, I do, I do the cardinal sin of sellers. Now, mind you, I've already done the cardinal sin of buyers. What did you do? I Googled him. Why did you do that? 
because I'm an idiot. Oh. I Googled the seller's name and I found his Facebook page and I realized we have like 45 mutual friends. Okay. What did you do? Um, <laughs> I'm concerned. <laughs> this guy, single bachelor that was buying our house. Okay. And uh, I called our attorney and yelled at him myself. Oh, well, somebody got yelled at. <laughs> because. At least you called the right number. <laughs> every, every time, every week, like Monday, we would be like, okay, we, we'll get a clear to close real soon. Sure. Friday would come along. Nothing. And they're like, we're just waiting for one more payday because one more payday he'll be funded. Like he'll have enough, enough debt to income ratio. Okay. I also knew he spent every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at the bar. Aha. Uh-huh. From talking through the grapevine. Interesting. Which now I realize has no relevance to anything. Sure. Mm-hmm. He needs yeah. the actual. Yeah. Pretty sure yeah. I told our, att- our attorney to go pull him out of a bar so he could afford our house. Oh, I do remember that, <laughs> actually. That's ringing some bells. That's ringing some bells because I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm like, how do I fix this one? <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm qualified. Okay, so that's also why I don't ever let anyone Google the, the seller yeah. or the buyer. Highly um, do not recommend. Yeah. Okay. So also disclaimer: I was looking up the wrong guy. What? Yeah, wrong guy the whole time. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one realized. Wrong guy. Same name. Wrong guy. Interesting. So that's why you don't look up the seller because you might be angry at someone that it's not even the right person. Oh man, you were stereotyping and typecasting that guy for weeks <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> when it's really just like a oh man yeah it's pretty bad I didn't know that either yeah I'm learning so much tonight see that's why I made a good realtor I know when not to talk exactly yeah that's <laughs> actually very good see it's good skill I knew I saw it in you anyway <laughs> so I um yeah I was yelling at the wrong about the wrong guy the whole time um because I thought he was like going and gambling all of his you know Funding away, Buying and I wa- and I wanted to close on our sale. Like I was afraid the sale was going to fall apart. Well, yeah. By then, we tied up like six weeks of the contract. Like it was time. Like, yeah. What the heck's going on here? Yeah. I remember calling his lender and asking, you know, mm-hmm. what the h, <laughs> what's what's going on here? I remember being. I remember reaching a point where I was so pissed off that I was like, if you don't handle this in the next week. I have a guy waiting in the wings to pull a rescue who will gladly do it that I've used dozens of times by now that is actually doing my buyer or my seller's purchase and he's just waiting for you to screw up. And I, I'm not going to drop the F-bomb because I don't know the rules on that. <laughs> I, I put a disclaimer in. I know. Get the kids but, out of the room. Okay. So the point is I w- I'll just say it how I said it because that part's fresh. But I was like, you know. I have a lender waiting to pull a rescue if you continue to fuck this up for me. And I was so pissed. I was so pissed because at this point, we had gone back and forth between so many contracts. You'd finally fallen on the right place. But we need to sell your place first in order to buy this place. And then I was worried that the sellers who had already kind of thrown a fit about some weird shit with yours were going to come back and say, oh, no, we found somebody else and it's you know what I mean like I was just do you remember what the weird thing was the reason that it couldn't close um once the they financing got to get their stuff right no was it, it was that? it it was because our home was the only home destroyed in the in the 92 hmm. tornado no, no no 90 tornado it was the 90 tornado because so, your so garage there was is original from what the 50s 
or 70s. I'm sorry. Part of the house was. So part of the house was listed as that was the build date and part of the house was listed as a different build 1991. date. 1991. And I know this because I was born. I'm going to date myself here real quick. <laughs> and this is always a bad thing in real estate. A badge of youth in real estate is never a good thing. But I embrace it and I'm still very good at my job as is Kirsten. And we are young and we are really good at this. But the point is, I um, in, the, in, the, uh, in the inspection the the uh the uh electric panel was from the 70s in your garage Mm -hmm. but the home was built in 91 so i was very confused i was like what the hell so i just i couldn't figure it out and then i thought oh my god your house was one of the only homes that was was the only one in the neighborhood that was destroyed totally rebuilt only half totally. the homes were built in the neighborhood at that time. Exactly. The neighborhood so expanded. So we were like the outskirts. Yeah. And... The neighborhood expanded by so much. So you were probably sitting on a field at the time and you were totally rebuilt in 91. But the garage was standing. <laughs> the garage held strong. Yes. <laughs> the house, which is why they didn't parcel it off, which is why you had such a big lot. Yes. You had such a big lot in your neighborhood. And I always thought, oh man, they just like really got lucky. But the point is, is the reason I know. It was the Plainfield tornado, and the re- I googled it, by the way. But the point, Google can be your friend in some cases. Just don't look up the buyer. But my birthday <laughs> is August 29th, nineteen ninety. The date of the tornado. The day of the Plainfield tornadoes, which I actually I think the Plainfield tornado was um, August twenty eighth, because mm-hmm. my mom was in labor while it was happening, and I was born at um, twelve fifty nine a.m. Oh, August twenty wow. ninth. So they she actually like. Very nearly delivered in a basement. <laughs> so, but she avoided that. But the point is, as I was like, oh, wow, that's so crazy. It's such a piece of history that the house that you guys sold was part of the Plainfield Tornado. But that was another hang-up. It was like, why why is the garage so old? Yeah, they thought there was a problem with the appraisal, with the yeah. inspection, with they everything because of it. there was a big inconsistency. But we did some research, and we pulled, um, we pulled the history of the property, and it ended up just being that the big Plainfield tornado was, was the cause of that. So that was pretty cool, too. Yeah. So that was part of the hang-up. The funding was part of the hang-up. But and it was okay because we were getting so delayed on the, on the purchase anyways. But then when we got down to the purchase and we were locked in and we knew this was where we were heading, I was like, okay, well, the sale needs to happen. Yeah. It needs to happen. Um, and uh, I, I I mean, there's been a neighborhood cleanup now, so I think I can talk about this. <laughs> we go to the house for like our final, like we had been moved out for a couple weeks at this point. I go to the house just to check the mail and to check on the house and everything. And uh, it's still not sold. And there's a flyer on my front door. And it was like a couple hours before the appraisal was supposed to happen. And the flyer is for a new Facebook group that's starting in the neighborhood because of all the crime activity. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God, just more. Yeah, didn't know that either. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, let's clean this up. Let's clean this up. Turns out one of my coworkers' mom started that, like, neighborhood watch group. Oh, good. So I was like, what is your mom doing? I'm trying to sell. Oh, my gosh. How thoughtful. <laughs> oh I, my know. God. I know. Yep. Didn't know that either. Yeah. So. um, <gasps> What the hell? Yeah. I picked up the I picked up the flyer and I just like pocketed it. And I was like, you know what? You can call the police department. You can do a Google search. And to be honest, there was like a small like two month period that there was like really random like 
teenager type Random crimes. Stuff. Yeah. And then it's really been a clean neighborhood since. So I don't feel that guilty. It was never like I mean, you know how many showings we had. It mm. was never like a concern. Yeah. So that's actually pretty shocking that that was even like a factor. <laughs> a factor about the Facebook group. But yeah, yeah. It, I mean, thank God you checked on your property because I'm certain if they would have gone like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, if they had found it, it would have been bad." Interesting. Yeah. You know, when it's when it's unfounded. If it were factual-based things, mm-hmm. little sure, we'd have to disclose those, but it Oh, you know how Facebook blows everything out of proportion. Yeah. Little little terrifying there yeah. as a seller. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and let when me just When you were in by no means, I mean like I said, like you were in by no means an unsafe neighborhood where you were. By no. no means. No. There was like a small little stint of things that were going on. Which was probably just like a crazy teenager like you said. But the point is It was is- the middle of summer. The kids had nothing better to do. They oh, were like lighting yeah. off like fire rockets and people thought they were gunshots like oh gee it was just it was not it was crazy so fast forward we get everything closed yes we we decide we're gonna live a couple more we're already living with my parents let's let's stay there for a while let's do the roof let's let's get it fixed by the way it did cost forty thousand dollars yeah like uh, a lot of skylights they had to remove so many yeah you, so you many. had a lot of skylights yeah um so we get the rough done and we end up moving in. Now, mind you, I was so anxious to move in. One of our roofs had not been completed and we literally lived in the house when there was nothing but like plywood sitting, not <laughs> not secured, sitting on top of one of the entire rooms in January. <laughs> just hovering over your roof. It's yes. fine. I just want in my house. Yeah. So we're like, just shut the doors to that area. We don't need to go in there. No. Um. They got it done. It was it it it's a beautiful house now. But let me It's t- a different house, is what I will say. It is. It's not that you like came in, painted, and changed the flooring. <laughs> like no. same floors. It's vastly different in so many ways. The kitchen alone. Well, we did do the kitchen. That was a late addition. Do the kitchen is such an understatement. <laughs> We spruced it up a bit. We knocked out a wall, completely re-transfigured the whole... I mean, the whole layout of the kitchen is completely different than what it was when you bought. Maybe. Okay, so maybe in the show notes, I'll add, like, before and after pictures. Absolutely, you should. 100%. At least in the extra docs. (laughs) At least. Um, the, The entryway. We added the the laundry area. Mm-hmm. We did do that um, out of necessity. We added the indoor. I mean, the roof. Hello, pool. <laughs> yeah, the pool. <laughs> Gosh, the pool, man. What a oh, project. that's gonna get done this year. What a project. Yeah. Um, we did. We we have done a lot of love. Now, mind you, also in this amount of time, our air conditioner has gone out. Oh, good. Normal stuff. Um, our well pump has gone out. We the funniest part. The funniest part of all of this. We're there the first spring and we're like, oh, the driveway needs it's 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 dirt. Like the the gravel's definitely embedded. So let's um remember when you pulled into our driveway, there was that whole raised garden, but it was so overgrown and nasty. Yes. Tore all that out. Okay. So we have this beautiful huge driveway now. Okay. That we really need the space for. I'm saying, okay, like, I don't know, but I've driven by your house several times. Yeah. <laughs> so we decided to get just a truck, a couple trucks of gravel. Sure. 
spread it out, whatever. The yeah. neighbors come over. Literally, the neighbors have lived across the street from this house for 60 years. Their husband Aww. helped build the house, have done a ton of work oh, on that's it. So, so we have I love that. tons of pictures from when throughout all the years and all the transitions. And we've gotten to talk to them about everything. And they came up to us and they were like, oh, my God, you guys put in a driveway. Oh. <laughs> and we're like, we put gravel down. And we're like, they're like, Big oh, news. no. <laughs> Since it's been built, it's never had a drive, like a gravel. Which is interesting because their um, your your driveway, we'll call it uh, dirtway. Yeah, the dirtway. <laughs> the dirtway had beautiful lampposts lining it. Mm-hmm. So why no gravel or why no pavement? You know what I mean? Like the dirt. It's ambiance to live down a dirt road. I guess for some people. I guess so. I don't judge, but the point is, is that the home, in the way that it was laid out and where it is. And the amount of moisture that happens near you, you're on water. You need yeah. some gravel. Yeah, we needed some gravel. Yeah. And mind you, we've done gravel twice since we've lived there. Have you really? Yeah, twice. Are you going to pave it? Um, Eventually. Okay. Like, we want to add an addition, so we're going to wait. But we... We'll talk about that in a minute. I'm like, where? Yeah. But on this, on this particular broadcast it won't make any sense to chat about that no <laughs> so we'll we'll get on that in a minute but uh, that'll also be in the notes yeah. <laughs> later. so we'll um, episode. that was not the intentions when we bought it but hey disclaimer when you can't stop having kids you just need to add an addition you really can't you gotta reel it in <laughs> but also i have two not planned children there you go it happens. They're so cute. It's like fine. Yeah. It's fine when it does. Don't stack them. Like have a year in between at least. I have six and a half between mine. Yeah. I have like five minutes. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Are you uh, like super excited to not be like tied to a child in one way or another for this year's yeah, holiday like party? My first summer ever and COVID happens. I know. I'm feeling really yeah. sad for you. But you can always come to my back patio. It's It's fine. working out good for me right now. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It's totally fine. Socially distanced is, you know, what we have to do. Oh, we're six feet apart right now. We're just yelling really loud so you guys can hear us. Yeah. We're mic'd up. <laughs> so anyways, so we get there. We're doing all these improvements and everything. Let me tell you this really thorough inspector. And this is why I'm saying everyone <laughs> can make mistakes. This wonderfully thorough inspector told us that we had a great sump pump. Yeah. With a backup battery, everything was good. In the report. It was mm-hmm. in the report that the sump pump was in great working function, excellent status, backup battery pack, all good. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, the sump pump was not a sump pump. They had put a sump pump in our ejector pit. The backup battery was not hooked up. Our water filtration system did not hook to our water pump. <laughs> we have... Had a water softener for five years and never once filled it with salt. And when we finally got rid of it, it was still completely full. <laughs> Our house was vacant for a year before we bought it. So, for those of you who don't know what any of that means, um, it means everything he said was total BS. And I don't mean Blair Soto or buying and selling. I mean bullshit. <laughs> total BS. None of what he said was there was actually there. And what was there wasn't functional in the way that it needed to be to keep water out of a basement as you are currently experiencing. Yeah. So also you guys know have we've had tons of rain in the last couple of years. An un an unprecedented amount of rain. Our water table is about two feet under You're on underground. water. Yeah, and on I'm on top water. Of that. 
So, um, we have had a, we've had water in our basement. I'm just going to flat out say it. Like we've had water and, uh, we were told we had this working sump pump. So we were, we, we thought we had sump pump failure and, uh, we would, we did everything we could to try to fix this sump pump that the inspector said was a sump pump and it wasn't working. Well, it turns out our drain tiles were never tied to this pump, which was great because the pump itself went straight into into uh our septic so it's probably a good thing that we never were pumping our sump into there so all i'm saying is that pretty sure that's illegal <laughs> it probably is we're getting it fixed i'm pretty we're, sure <laughs> we're we're getting it fixed we put the deposit down today oh good because we finally f- figure out the problem right five years later no sump. <laughs> but the point is is that make sure that you um really get the advice of your realtor really get um you know, know there's going to be ups and downs in your transaction. Know that even the best inspectors make mistakes because they're only doing a visual inspection. Um, use the advice of your realtor because we're in the industry every day. We, we see the ins and outs. We know. And don't be afraid to rely on your attorney. These attorneys review home inspections all day long and it's you know, part of their job as well to know what they're looking at and what that means for you as far as repair and obligation to your safety. So don't be afraid to ask around before you make that final decision. And if you have to ask for a $40,000 roof credit, know that you've got people you can lean on to know that whether or not that's um, reasonable. (laughs) And I'm going to end on this disclaimer. I can pretty much like uh, almost bet my real estate license on the fact that a $40,000 roof credit is never going to be warranted. Whew. It would be tough. <laughs> yeah. And also say that any time since then, since becoming a realtor. In our market, I should I say. Have, yeah. I guess in our market, yeah. Yeah. Um, anytime since becoming a realtor, I've had outrageous requests from my sellers. Uh-huh. I call Blair every time and say, hey, <laughs> this is payback. I have to call and yeah. ask for them to leave all the toilet paper in the house. Yes. Yeah. And that's payback. I'm like, oh, you poor thing. Well, I'm like, you did. I, you know, I did it without complaint. However, I, again, I was like, I, God, I hope she becomes a realtor. <laughs> and I did. End of story. And she's a kick ass realtor at that. Kick ass. Sales leader for oh, April. Yeah. Sales leader 2020. Took a pandemic, but I did it. Pandemic, schmandemic. Real estate doesn't stop. No, that is the one thing I've learned about this pandemic. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Real estate mm. does not stop. No. For anything. No, even people a keep. Uh, we only got like a minute and a half left, okay. but people keep asking me, like, oh, has business slowed down this pandemic? And I'm like, I'm like twice as busy. I know. But Same. in all fairness, I've been pregnant my entire career. So I don't know if this is normal. True. Totally true. <laughs> so it is a factor. Yeah, but I'm glad. I hope you guys all enjoyed the story. It it was just a little story time to uh, let you know that things don't always go the way. Everyone has a rocky transaction, and you can still come out ahead with your dream home and a killer deal, even if it doesn't feel like it at the time. Hindsight's always twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, trust to get moving agents to know that we've been through it all. We put together the best teams to make sure that you are taken care of and that. We be your voice of reason when reason doesn't seem to be present. So, Yep, and you might end up with a new career at the end of it. If we tell you that you'd be good at it, listen to us. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.